Hi, this is Dr. Randy Bach, and I am here uh, talking with you May 18, 2022, for a coronavirus conversation. Um, I'm going to try to get right to the point today. I was speaking with a contractor uh, looking at the problem in my house, and uh, we wound up talking about medical things, COVID. And he was curious how dangerous current uh, variants are. Right now we're in one of the Omicron strains. I think it's Omicron BA12 or something like that. There's going to be Omicron L or K. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the real key here is that right now, nobody uses this term, but I'd like you to use it. Uh, we are in COVID-22. Uh, COVID-19 is was the original one, came here in 2020, originated in China in 2022. And the vaccine is for COVID-19. Um, so it's kind of fighting the last battle. Um, the example I came up with for him was uh, coyotes or wolves and dogs. Uh, my dog was inside and barking. And uh, dogs have uh, coexisted with us or vice versa uh, for quite some time. I'm not sure the number of years, um, but probably millennia at the very least. And they, they're descended from wolves, coyotes, foxes, and the like. Um, those are dangerous animals. And if you have one of them in your neighborhood, uh, it becomes an alert. Uh, your reaction to them is different from that when you see a dog uh, or cat or something like that. And cats, mind you, have uh, pumas and jaguars and all kinds of dangerous uh, relatives, leopards and whatnot. Um, so when they come from the wild, they don't really have your interests at heart. And uh, they're willing to take a bite of you and move back to the wild where they have basically their own reservoir uh, for living and existing. Uh, the common cold such as we have, those are the dogs and cats. Uh, they're domesticated in a sense, and they've uh, you know, learned to live with us insofar as viruses, if they don't have any brains, they don't learn. But the ones that are going to be passed around and stay with us uh, almost ipso facto are relatively benign. So we keep hearing about the greater transmissibility of Omicron, which is all well and good, uh, but that implies that it's not killing the host because it's for something like Ebola, um, which is, I guess, initially transmissible, but it's not going to hit large populations because people die then other people notice that those people have died. Um, so it's not something that's going to really persist. So same thing with a wolf, a uh, coyote, a jaguar, uh, some you know big puma comes in your neighborhood, you're going to notice it, a uh, lion and tiger and so forth. Um, and, and if you have uh, you know kind of a tiger gun or <clears throat> some identification purpose for noticing tigers and wolves and coyotes, and you have a high danger alert for that, um, you're not necessarily going to apply it for dogs and cats, nor should you, because uh, it's rather pointless and it's dangerous to the dogs and cats you've come to love. And you have some benefits from having dogs and cats around and whatnot, uh, whether it's psychological and so forth. I'm not saying the same benefit from having the common cold, but it certainly uh, doesn't uh, shake our boat the same way original COVID-19 did. Uh, but COVID-19 is no longer here. Again, it's COVID-22, uh, the current Omicron versions. And so they should be attributed to the year. And <clears throat> we shouldn't be taking basically, uh, you know, kind of a quote unquote flu shot from three years ago uh, in order to handle things now. They're, they're mischaracterized uh, as boosters. They're not really boosters. They are COVID-19 shots. Uh, there were, uh, you know, theoretically going to be some Omicron shots coming out. We'll get to that in a second. Um, so I just wanted to pass that along. Um, there's, you know, I'm sure you're getting your own COVID stories and they're, they're dissipating uh, over time. Some people seem to be the last holdouts, uh, and I remark upon them. Uh, it's beautiful uh, spring uh, day, warm and so forth, and, and keep, you know, parents have their kids muzzled up. Um, it's nonsensical. Uh, young kids don't really get that sick from this and so forth. At any rate, I'm going to try to hit the news today and make this a uh, rather brief session. Um, so 
I uh, hope you uh, bear with me on this. Uh, let's see uh, what I can do here. Um, well, first of all, I can make it full screen. Um, so this is an article uh, from NPR. Uh, if you've had Omicron before, are you safe from infection by the new variants? Uh, this is actually called begging the question in a sense. Uh, it's putting uh, a thought implicit in the question that may not actually be true. Um, here, the, the, the statement is, are you safe from the new variants, implying that the previous Omicron variant was dangerous. It's not. Uh, South Africa had it fully a month before us. So they didn't really have any problems from it. They're not really vaccinated at all, maybe 10 or 15% of the population there at the time. And, and they didn't have any deleterious side effects, no great increase in death rate and so forth. This is a non-fatal thing. It's really, uh, at this point, uh, the wolf COVID-19 has become perhaps not the you know lapdog uh, puppy, but a very benign uh, you know house cat or maybe a cat that may scratch you a little bit. Uh, but for the most part, something that's amenable is not going to really shake your boat so much. Uh, so they asked this question, and uh, the, the thing is, you may or may not be. Um, uh, it, the Omicron uh, mutates, and people seem to be getting sick, um, and it, it's kind of an irrelevancy uh, whether you've had it or not, because nobody asks you whether you've had you know, a rhinovirus or adenovirus or uh, RSV and so forth in the last couple of years or recently, and whether you have a cold, you don't really investigate, you don't need to. Uh, so a lot of times we are really now currently being led by the operational institutional uh, COVIDization, uh, the testing mechanism that exists. Uh, my team uh, currently, the Boston Celtics, are in the uh, semifinals of the NBA, and one of their star players, our useful players, Al Horford, uh, he's been kept out by safety protocols. They're not safety protocols anymore, they're protocols, no doubt. Uh, but he's had Omicron before. He's had the original COVID. He's had the vaccine. Um, he's not ill, apparently, and he's uh, playing. He was fine. And they happened to test this thing as positive. So now he's not going to be out for the game, or he's going to be out not playing uh, for uh, game two, already game one. So these things are impactful, but they become their just own little bureaucratic bureaucratic mess. Uh, they are a distinction without a difference. Uh, they're not making any difference in people's health or lives. Uh, I'm just going to kind of breeze along here. Some things I've been looking at. Um, uh, this is, I'm going to leave this without comment because I haven't had a, had a chance to look at it much in detail, but investigation underway following mysterious surge and deaths of newborn babies in Scotland. Uh, I don't know really, uh, uh, you know, what, what this, you know, means, uh, but certainly, you know, we had a pandemic in, in uh, Brazil in 2015 over uh, microcephaly, um, and that became a big deal. Um, and I don't know what the, uh, relationship is here. Um, but, you know, COVID-19 and pregnancies and so forth, but it could be, you know, vaccinations as well. We just don't really know. Um, people do get sick from time to time, but we don't really need to keep boosting, as it were, uh, with a, a, an ancestral version of the vaccine uh, when that's not really present anymore. So um, hopefully that'll be figured out. Uh, this is something that's a little bit closer to my heart here. Um, this is a, a newsletter, uh, Igor's <laughs> newsletter. Um, and, uh, Igor Chudov, um, Substack, and he's talking about something I was mentioning a little earlier, vaccine against variants, uh, the, the Omicron, for instance, impossible and will endanger the naturally immune. I, I'll let you read his uh, points uh, on your own, and I'll leave a link to this, but um, basically the Omicron moves so quickly uh, through the population that it's no real sense, uh, you know, chasing one down. It takes a lot of money and effort uh, to make a vaccine, and uh, by the time you've made one-to-one -one Omicron, it will have mutated somewhat. I'm going to show you the covariant, um, uh, covariance.org per country. Uh, this, uh, all of these green, purple, and blue, um, I can make this a little bit bigger perhaps, but 
uh, you can see this, these are the Omicron variants and they're spreading from one country uh, to the other and they keep changing. So right now, I think uh, uh, the light purple is 21L. Um, the, the blue up here in the corner is 21, uh, um, I think it's 22C. So they actually all are calling it COVID-22. The 21 refers to the year. So now we are technically in COVID-22, um, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, the United States um, uh, death rate uh, it's very low. Um, I'm going to show you some some data uh, right here. This is from Indonesia, uh, which is undergoing a, a a bit of a you know Omicron same same basic kind of thing we're having here. I think they're um, let's see according to covariance, uh, if we check Indonesia, um, they are uh, where are they? Uh, right here in the middle. Uh, they are I guess a strain behind us. They're on uh, 21L. Um, but so th this is the data from 21L, but these are getting more and more benign. This is kind of hilarious because um, these data are, uh, it's on a logarithmic scale. So if you know your math, uh, the numbers, the, the, the rates of the numbers keep expanding. So this is 10, here's 100, here's 1,000. Uh, so in green, they're showing the, the non-significant uh, non, non cases and in, um, orange, uh, they're showing the death. So they're having thousands of, of cases. And uh, um, uh, actually, I'm not even sure if this might just be the illnesses. So over here on the right, and I apologize in uh, Indonesian language, um, these are the, uh, in yellow, are the fatality rates uh, from the current bug. Uh, so we're down at 0.06%. At this is the Omicron strain current, you know, pretty much current with us. And uh, maybe a little bit uh, slightly behind. Um, these are the uh, ones who have feel some illness, about 3%, and 97% really don't even notice it at all. Um, <clears throat> there's really no impingement, sniffles and whatnot. Um, so they're having um, uh, COVID-21 currently. And I, I have a friend in Indonesia who gave me this um, uh, page. And uh, they're, you know, masking everywhere. Uh, all, you know, all the stores and whatnot. If he goes into a store without a mask, uh, all the store clerks pull theirs up. They're not wearing masks amongst each other. Uh, it just becomes kind of this strange ritual. And it's, uh, I, I don't know, maybe maybe 50 years from now, people have masks. They have no idea why uh, they started wearing them, but they'll continue to do so. Um, so uh, his point here is the, the variants go through so quickly. And again, getting back to that covariant strain uh, map, this is uh, a matter of a month or so, we, we will have moved, this is South Korea, but in the upper left here, we have uh, the United, but all the countries pretty much doing the same. So every month we're kind of stepping through one Omicron to another. So the variants are changing and they're pretty benign. Uh, the United States um, has, you know, pretty much uh, we've bottomed out on the, on the, the deaths. Uh, we're a country of 330 or so million people. And I think that translates to uh, I don't know, 30,000 deaths a day, in, in, you know, ordinarily. So of the deaths that are happening, this is a really inconsequential number. Uh, people are still kind of going nuts over it. Um, I just put masks in school as a search item in, uh, in my Google machine uh, here at Detroit area, uh, reinstates face masks because of uptick in COVID-19. Again, this is a misnomer. It's not COVID-19. Uh, the covariant one tells you it's, this is, you know, COVID-22. Um, some Michigan schools revert to masks. Uh, New York City decided not to, uh, but there are places that are still pondering masks, uh, you know, and dealing with this whole thing uh, when kids never really got sick in the first place. Uh, the absurdity of all uh, is continuing. Um, but let's just come back to this article about the uh, 
um, uh, the Omicron vaccine, as it were. Um, Omicron-targeted vaccines do no better than the original jabs, and that's probably because they're both inconsequential. Omicron is a, a meaningless illness, and uh, COVID-19 doesn't really do much for it anyway. Uh, so I think it's one meaningless thing versus another meaningless thing. So it's like saying, um, you know, my uh, my car is not improved whether I wear a green hat or a blue hat. I don't seem I seem to get the same gas mileage in either case. Um, so it, it just you know a, a non uh, you know a, a non entity non cofactor. Um, so, and he points out here, therefore, unlike in 2020, there's no single variant against which to make a vaccine, as we're talking about looking at the covariant uh, picture here. Um, uh, so you, you can go through this, but I think you get the basic idea from what I've said. Um, this is a guy, uh, Elgato Malo, he's, I think he's on Twitter, and he's got his own Substack as well. Um, I think he's a data analyst. Uh, pointing out just a, this is not science per se, but he's pointing out the states with the top vax rate have the um, highest case rates per 100,000. Um, I think this is probably because people are, are just COVID neurotic and they they wind up testing more. And so they see more quote unquote cases, but a case doesn't really mean anything if it's just a positive test. Uh, that's not the way we've defined cases of appendicitis or cases of um, uh, pneumonia or whatever, you had to have symptoms prior. So now we just test all the time. So we're finding stuff. Um, so let, let's just kind of breeze through the rest of the things I've been looking at. Uh, this was interesting because um, uh, the CDC actually, in a sense, brought on the uh, uh, formula crisis. Uh, they were involved in um, shutting down the Abbott uh, facility in Michigan, I believe it is. Um, believing that there were, um, you know, some sort, I think two or three old cases of illness or fetal, uh, you know, not fetal, but uh, childhood death uh, from some contaminant. Turns out on a DNA genomic basis that they were not from the formula, but lo and behold, they closed down the factory, 40% of the supply. And, uh, you know, I, I, if you want to look for conspiracy uh, aspects, I think it's probably coincidental, but uh, our friend Bill Gates, uh, who really should stick with computers, uh, he uh, is part of um, investing in, uh, I assume, some kind of like uh, protein building, uh, you know, pseudo human milk uh, formula, which I think is actually a great idea. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to, you know, kind of uh, give him a bad name for this, but it is pretty funny uh, or interesting, or if you're a conspiracy theorist, uh, you know, uh, indicative of the times that, well, you know, Formula Factory uh, is going to probably help uh, Bill Gates make uh, some more, more more money on top of his money. Uh, some of the things that you know are going around politically. Um, this is uh, uh, from Jonathan Turley, uh, WHO director. So you know they they supported censorship. Uh, you know per the Chinese, he was kind of uh, Tedros Gebru uh, Jesus. I was thinking Ethiopian name. Uh, I think there's Jesus over here and Gabriel uh, is what the, uh, the name refers to. Uh, has import, supported censorship, you know, kind of via China um, against what he called the infodemic. Now, Tedros has been reportedly censored by China for disinformation, disinformation on his own pandemic measures. Uh, so it's kind of good for the goose, good for the gander, I guess. Um, there's a lot of censorship going on, even including here uh, in the United States. Uh, this is uh, meet the doctors who are punished or threatened for questioning the COVID vaccines. So again, I love vaccines. 
Uh, and I think COVID-19 vaccine was excellent for COVID-19 and maybe even for earlier, you know, certain variants of COVID-20, maybe the alpha and beta variants, but they became less powerful uh, as the coyote uh, turned into uh, just your, um, you know, uh, uh, Bichon freeze or um, poodle and whatnot, which are no, you know, less coyote uh, than they used to be. So they probably have dog-like aspects in common, and there are probably some commonalities when you take a vaccine against the coyote uh, that you know might um, work against the puppy, but there's really kind of no point uh, in getting one against the poodle um, when coyotes are real threatening actors and they're no longer around. Um, this is from Cheryl Atkinson. Uh, this is again more political aspect of some of this um, stuff that's going on with COVID uh, and the internal CDC docs on the agency's um, uh, false COVID vaccine claims. So uh, this is, she shows that like parts that from Freedom of Information Act parts that were redacted all in blue. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the article, but you know there are politics going on. The CDC, uh, speaking of this ad over here, they're you know CYA if you know what that means. Um, and eventually she points out that the CDC uh, tracks and logs CDC related tweets by uh, members of Congress. I mean, why not? It's a political organization in a sense, and they might as well uh, you know curry favor with and, and go against, uh, go with card favor with their, their friends and, and try to, you know, figure out ways to undermine their enemies as they did with uh, Jade Bhattacharya and the uh, Great Barrington Declaration co-signatories. Um, what else do we have? So uh, I'm gonna think I'm going to round out our time here today uh, by uh, seeing kind of the, rel you know, rel relative and relevant absurdities that are going on. Um, uh, these are uh, in, in China right now, which is again uh, suffering from, as you as it were, uh, not really suffering from the Omicron version. So people are not even sick, um, but uh, uh, you know, there's 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 still um, there's still kind of shutdowns in Shanghai. Uh, if, if we could so go through some of these things, um, I guess this is the the uh, uh, Shanghai authorities are gonna allow some firms to resume work. Um, there apparently were zero car sales in April uh, in Shanghai. And <laughs> so I think there's maybe 43 million people in greater Shanghai. It's kind of an amazing um, drop in the um, vitality of the um, of the area. Uh, the unemployment rate has, I think, tripled. Uh, there are gonna be bad times coming. There's only a certain amount of money uh, you have to uh, spend in the world. Uh, they're taking some of their poverty funds and they're putting it into anti-COVID naturally. Uh, I think there's maybe an article here on this topic. Um, COVID lockdowns drive middle-class citizens to go abroad. Uh, I suppose this, you know, their loss be our gain in certain ways. Um, and uh, there you have it. So uh, what else we have for you? So I, I, I you know, I've had uh, some comments that uh, get to be a little windy. Um, I'm probably going to leave it here on that topic. Uh, if you have any uh, um, questions that you'd like to have addressed in future episodes, please let, please let us know. I think um, <clears throat> right now, you know, probably you should enjoy your puppy, uh, your cat, so forth, uh, being aware that occasionally they can scratch or nip and so forth. Um, <clears throat> but for the most part, they would not be amongst us if they were uniformly dangerous. And this is the case with common cold. Uh, it wouldn't get to be common unless it wasn't knocking us over a lot. And so it's ipso facto, it's by the very nature of it that 
um, as uh, vaccines come from the wild, they, they self-attenuate, become more mild if they're going to live with us. And it's the same with uh, whatever the precursor to our domestic cats was and um, ditto for uh, wolves, uh, coyotes and so forth, which have led us to our cute little puppy pictures and uh, so forth. So anyway, I hope you enjoy your pets. Um, and if you enjoyed this, please uh, let us know. And if you didn't, please let us know and try to pass it around and share it. I enjoyed uh, meeting with you tonight. Thanks so much and have a great uh, 